Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Intentionally Inspirational Podcast. This podcast was created for entrepreneurs who are seeking motivation, digital marketing tips, personal development resources, and a nice dose of comic relief. Now for your host, Jason Wright. What is happening, everybody? Jason Wright here, bringing you episode number 143. And this week, it's just me. All me and the microphone to myself. Which is not a bad thing. Not a bad thing at all. I don't mind getting on the mic and talking for 20 or 30 minutes sometimes. So, interesting episode today. I say interesting a lot. I've noticed everything's interesting. So, kind of funny, but... um. Definitely, I have to use the word. It's an interesting episode because, you know, when you think about fear, this will lead into a short story for you. When you think about fear, what it really comes down to is fear of the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen if, or I don't know what's going to happen when, or I don't know what these people will, you know, will think or whatever the case may be. It's really about the unknown. And it's interesting because my last couple of weeks full-time as an entrepreneur, were different than the prior weeks. The new business coming in was much, much slower, which you're going to have ebbs and flows with everything. And it's funny because there was a, a, I think it was maybe Wednesday of last week, I started thinking, hmm, what if it doesn't pick up? Or what if this is the new normal? A little bit of that fear crept in. It was interesting because I heard it. I entertained the ideas. Briefly, but they didn't stay long because I said, well, I know where my value's at. I know where my wheelhouse is. I'm going to keep doing what I do. And you know, there's things in the pipeline. It'll, it'll, it'll work out. You know, my wife will, won't turn quite so easily. She'll be like, oh man, what if? And then she'll just kind of stay in that space, which is human nature. It's normal, but you really, to build a business and to scale it, it's kind of the, what we're going to talk about today, but You've really got to have guts over fear when it comes to scaling your business. That is a title to a song, but I like it because, you know, you can sit there in your fear, sit there in your situation with the unknown outcome and be, you know, be paralyzed by it, or you can take action and do something. It's really your two choices. So just kept doing what I was doing. And I'm pleased to say that last Friday was the biggest day I've ever had in entrepreneurship for new business. Big day, big day. It only takes one day. It only takes one conversation to things to turn around for you, you know, good or bad. So my point is don't let fear paralyze you. It's literally a waste of your time. If you feel fear and you see, you know, what your concerns are, do something about it. You know, keep looking for that new business. Keep going. Um, you know, just keep that in perspective. So what I want to talk about today is I want to talk about, you know, scaling your business and how to choose like I said, gets over fear. So the first point of this, or the first section, is it's interesting. Think about every business owner that you know, and you may be one of them. Probably are one of them. So, so why do most entrepreneurs and small business owners never exceed a certain income level? You know, when I was growing up. The first exposure I had to entrepreneurship was cutting grass. So I knew a bunch of other guys with trucks and trailers and bunch of nice equipment, but enough for one guy. And I could always predict their answer by my teenage years before I even asked the question. 
you know, hey, Bob, hey, Don, whoever, why have you, why have you never grown? You've got good equipment. You do great work. You know what you're doing. Well, nobody does it like I do. You ever heard that one before? Have you ever caught yourself saying that? Hell, I've said it. I mean, it's totally normal, but if you have that mentality, you will never grow. It's impossible. There's a few reasons why. Doesn't matter how you were brought up. Doesn't matter how hard you work. Doesn't matter, you know, where you come from. None of that matters because all of us are limited by things that we can't control. One of those is ours. It's only 168 hours in a week. You know, if you can throw up 80 hours a week, how long can you sustain that? The answer is not forever. Okay. So I figured out a long time ago that I can work hard and see gains to a point. You know, there's, there's only so many hours in a day. And once you get over a certain amount, you may put in an extra four or five hours, but how productive are you really? So I really try to focus on productive hours, you know, and giving yourself breaks. Like my office chair right now, after about four hours, hurts my back, which is good because it reminds me to get up and go do something else. Go outside, go mow the lawn, come back, you know, sitting there for eight or 10 hours straight. It's just, for me, it's just not the most productive thing to do. I got to break it up. So anyway, if you've never grown your business past a certain level, think about that. You're limited, you're limited by your hours. You're one person. I don't care how good you are at your thing. You're one person. So why am I telling you this? You got to have a team. You have to, there's no way around it. You know, this little business that I'm growing, I've got a guy that'll be listening to this today and making it sound great. Taking care of the sound for me. I can do it, but he's better and it takes time. It takes time that, that doesn't have a return on my investment to the bottom line of my business if I do it, okay? I've got blogs and social media content we push out every day. Not blogs every day, every week, but social media content. I can do it all, but again, between the podcast, the blogs, and the social, there's a significant chunk of time, a significant chunk of time, and that doesn't directly make me money by itself. Now, there's a bigger vision to it, but here's the point. Doesn't it make more sense to find those areas of your business that are important, but not absolutely crucial to your survival and find other great people to help there? Because what it gives you back is it gives you time. It gives you time back to put more time into what you're great at. So you can't grow past a certain point by yourself. Even if you're one of the 1% of the 1% who's achieved a really high level of income by yourself, there's only so far you can go. At some point, whether it's a VA sales guy, et cetera, et cetera, another person would be an asset to you. And you know it. Everybody listening to me, you know it. So think about that. You may do X, Y, and Z better than everybody, but I'm sorry, if you cut grass, you can teach another guy to cut grass well. Been there, done that. Now I get it. There's better ways to do it, but, you know, Mr. Business Owner, if you're really good with customers, why don't you focus on growing the business, maybe getting relationships started, and then surround yourself with people they can lay down a nice set of stripes like you do, as an example. So think about that. That team piece, man, people are so scared to give up control. But if you don't give up control, I hope you like your income level because it's not going to go up. Think about that. Here's something else interesting why a team is going to help you grow. You're limited by your skill set. Again, all of us have areas that we're good at. All of us have things that we're talented at and that we're passionate about, but 
not everybody is talented and passionate about everything out there. The person doesn't exist. It's not me. It's not you. It's not any of us. So you're limited by your skill set if you don't have a team. A team gives you, as long as you don't hire somebody just like yourself, a team gives you access to another skill set. So that right there makes your company more dynamic. It makes your company more versatile and opens up new doors for more opportunities. Maybe you never thought about that one. And then finally, if you're a one-man or one-woman show, you're limited by perspective. Anybody that works with me, my wife, my friends, anybody that sees what I'm doing is going to have a perspective to something that I'm involved with that I don't see. I can't have somebody else's perspective, just like I can't have yours and you can't have mine. So by sticking solo, you're hampering yourself because you're limited by hours. You're hampered by your skill set and your own perspective. Make sense? If you want to grow your business, hire people. And it doesn't have to be employees. I don't use employees. I use remote freelancers. And we'll talk about that more in a bit. But remote freelancers are great because they're generally happier people. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. So something else that's interesting, especially for my business, well, one of my businesses, the main one that's all online, you know, scaling with technology versus people. It's an interesting concept because I have to deal with this all the time and will continue to. And think about this. If if you're in a position where you've got some extra revenue coming in and you're smart and you're like, okay, I'm going to reinvest this in the business, do you invest in new softwares and programs or do you invest in people? You know, it's not a, an easy answer and you have to, and there's not a flat answer for everybody, but it's something worth talking about. You know, my thoughts on technology are this. I mean, I'm a very, I think I'm a very tech savvy person and business owner. I'm in a very tech savvy business for sure. You know, digital marketing, that piece of it specifically changes constantly. You know, with Facebook, you know, algorithms may change monthly. Things change all the time. So you have to stay you know, immersed in stuff and stay up to date and pay attention to headlines and news and that type of thing. So you know what's going on. So with technology, I'm a fan, but I always try to find, for me, I don't have any problem testing a bunch of stuff. And I'll give you an example here in a second. But I'm always trying to find something that fits the way my mind works better, you know, that's maybe less expensive and more efficient. And everybody is. So for workforce or workflow management, we were using a product called Trello. And basically, you can take the different team members. You can divvy up their work for the week. Everybody kind of knows what they're doing and go. But Trello is arranged in a series of cards. And it's basically just different, you know, different, I don't even know what you call it, cards. I'll just reuse the word, but different cards in a week. And it works fine for a while until you start getting a ton of stuff going on. And then I just had this conversation with a teammate two days ago. I said, hey, my mind's not operating in this way anymore. It's just starting to feel like chaos. Like our system that's supposed to keep us organized is feeling chaotic. And she agreed with me. So I said, let's find something else that's structured completely differently. So we looked at Basecamp really the same way, a little bit nicer, but still cards. Then we found Asana. And Asana is a different workflow management system that makes more sense for us. And not only does it make sense for us now, when business triples and it's significantly more complex as far as who's got what going on, because that changes constantly, this tool is going to help us stay ahead of the game. So that's a, an example of, you know, upgrading the technology. There's really no, there's no increase in cost for us at this point at all, but 
you know, being willing to step out of what you're comfortable with, what you're used to, and see if there's a better solution. So if something you have is working really well and there's really nothing else comparable out there, you know, that technology you have may be the best thing. But technology can definitely help you scale because if I was trying to do everything alone and try to keep everything organized and post-it notes in my whiteboard, and that's what I would resort to, it would be a complete chaos. So technology is going to help me grow, and it's going to help you grow as well. Now, the people side of things, I've been talking about people, the team. People's super important. Before I was an entrepreneur, I was in HR for seven years, so hiring people is something I've done once or perhaps twice in the past. Actually, a couple thousand times. But anyway, some of the best advice, and this isn't my line, hire slow, fire fast. Meaning, do your research. Put your feelers out there. Find a good fit for your company, your culture, and where you're trying to go. They buy into the vision, give them a chance. And if you, if you see some things that indicate it's not going to be a good fit, cut them loose. You do it, The quicker, the better. So what I do is when I'm looking for teammates, I usually go to Upwork for that. And people listening on the team will kind of giggle, so remember this. But I'm looking for a sense of humor. I'm looking for very responsive people. Because if we're sending messages back and forth through Slack, it's our messaging program we use, and I don't hear from you for 10, 15 days at a time, which I've run into before, we've got a problem because that doesn't work. I mean, it's just it's not a good fit for us. you know. But if you've got a good sense of humor, you see what we are, where we're trying to go, and you love the remote work, you've got a skill set that we need and we see value in, hey, let's do this thing. So... I'm a big fan of going remote when possible. I certainly know if you're running a restaurant, you got to have people in the restaurant to help do it. But seriously, accounting, administration type stuff, go remote. And the reason I say that is because you can tap into the worldwide uh, pool of people, to be honest with you. And if people can work from the comfort of their home or the beach or wherever, and they don't have to commute, I'm telling you, they're happier people. You know, Six weeks ago, I was commuting 85 miles a day for a job that was never going to get me to where I wanted to go in life. You know, now I may not leave the house three days at a time sometimes, and it's fine, but it saves money and time, and, you know, I can stay working where I'm making money and not just, you know, have windshield time that takes two hours out of my day. Something to think about there. So scaling with technology versus people. You have to know when to do what. I probably go with technology first that I can understand and benefit from, but I know that as I scale and I get more people plugged into the technology, we're already ready to increase our output without, um, you know, increasing our cost per se. So uh, the technology piece is huge. The people piece is huge, but uh, think about your situation, kind of go through it case by case. And here's my final point for the podcast today. If you want to scale your business, ask yourself honestly, do you have a grow or do you have a grow? Do you have a goal to grow and to plan? So this is what I mean. This is not a goal to grow. Yeah, I just I just want to be bigger. Okay, what what does bigger mean? You know, make more money. Okay. That's great. That's like the hundred thousand foot view. Let's get a little bit deeper. When's the last time you looked at your your average monthly income or your revenue for your business? And said, okay, it's at, you know, X. I want to get that to three, three X. Like serious. Got to pick a plan, pick a goal, 
figure out what you need to do to get there. And my guess is it's going to probably involve a little technology and some people. But that's fine. So have a, a goal to work towards, specific goal, and it could be monetary. It could be I want to get into these services or products as well. You know what it is. You'll figure it out. And then come up with a plan. Work backwards to where you are now and figure out what you need to do to, do to get there. Okay? Make sure it's measurable. Make it sure it's something that, you know, the good thing about an income goal, it's numbers. It's easy to measure. Um, if it is, I want to feel better about my life, make sure you distill that down into a way that you can actually measure so you know when you've attained it. If it's not measurable, it's going to be difficult to know when you've got there. Make sense? And I think this is big. I, I think that for everybody listening, if you can diversify your income streams, it's going to be something that's going to really help you grow your business. Income streams could be one of my favorites, information products. Like I've just released a new free product, basically a series of email products. Um, Active Campaign is my platform of choice, and I work in that and help clients with that every week. I said, you know what? There's there's a lot of demand for this information, so I've put together templates. So a lot of people, you know, email is not new technology, but a lot of people still don't use it or know how to use it or don't do it correctly. Um, I've put out templates, so you know, here's your your first four or five emails you can send out to somebody. Obviously, it's all going to be automated. Um, here's a checklist to make sure your copywriting's good. Give people headlines they want to read and open. And then finally, here's how often you should send them. So there's a a whole time delay uh, metric to that as well. That's a free thing I'm doing, but I'm going to go into some email courses and stuff here soon. So my my point is, information products are great and opportunities for everybody listening. Take your information that you're already getting paid for and figure out how to package that up in courses, books. Um, it could even be paid webinars. It could be membership communities. There's a lot of options, but what it does, you put in all the work up front. It gives you that ability to make money while you sleep. So passive income is great, but it does require a lot of hard work up front. So if anybody listening does that and has any success, you're effectively growing your business without you know using more time every week. So interesting, there we go again, interesting. Everything's interesting, so interesting. Um, good show today. I like this this material. It's fresh. I know people listening can benefit from it. Now think about this. Here's a closing, kind of a closing story for you. So what is today? Today is Sunday. So Saturday morning, I wake up and I have a plan. I use a whiteboard. I kind of put from a high level a few things I'm working on for the day. And then I use a sauna to go deeper and all that stuff. But anyway... I don't remember what I was looking for. Pulled up my website on my phone, and I thought, where's my homepage? This is really weird. There's like, there's nothing there. So I get on the, the Mac, and I look, and same thing. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a lot of stuff that's just gone. So the two people on my team that have access to the website, I said, hey, did you guys, by some strange reason, mess with the website? And everybody's like, no. So I looked around, and nothing else was really wrong. So I rebuilt it, like spent four or five hours rebuilding it, and then it got deleted again. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like that, that's not fun. Like if anybody's ever built a website, it takes, it can take hundreds or thousands of hours. It take a long time to just tweak stuff and get it just right. You think you're good, then you look on mobile, and it doesn't look right, and you just it can take a lot of time. So what had happened, for anybody that knows a little bit about WordPress, I had put a new 
WordPress WordPress plugin in, and I didn't change the theme of my website because I wasn't aware that the new plugin required its own theme. So every time I would make changes to the theme, the plugin would like delete it. Long story short, the software wasn't getting along well. So, I mean, I, I literally spent eight or nine hours, like blew a day yesterday, getting my website to the point where it's functional. I mean, it's not great. Um, I do have that new email thing on the homepage. It looks okay. It's pretty plain. It is functional, but I do have a few pages that are blank. My resources, my contact page are blank right now. I got to rebuild them. Um, new websites got this awesome drag and drop editor, which means it'll be better than ever, but it's just jacked up. When's the last time something went horribly wrong in your business? You know, your web, cra- your website crashed or you lost that huge client. Um, it's going to happen. If you're in business, you're on the battlefield of business, you're going to get shot at. And that's what happens. You know, it's real easy to get frustrated and yell at people. And I literally asked two teammates if they knew anything. One of them said, hey, this happened to me one time. I said, you know what? I wonder if that's it. And then a few hours later when I lost it again, I was like, yep, that's it. Oh, well, just rebuild it and make it better move it on. You're not going to grow. You're not going to get out of that fear place if you don't keep taking action. Stuff's going to happen to you. I mean, stuff's going to happen to you, your technology. Uh, even last week, our power was out three days on and off. We have a, a main power line in the house that's uh, on the fritz, and they've got this little machine it's kind of like a super quiet generator. I don't really know what it does, but it makes it normal. Then they have to come out and replace the the main line in. Fortunately, it won't cost us anything, but it's pretty hard to work on a digital business when the Wi-Fi is out constantly. It's, it's impossible, basically. So um, you can get caught up and trapped in the struggle, or you can get pissed off and figure out a different way to get it done, or go at it even harder to get where you want to go. That is what I've got for you this week, my friends. I feel good about this right now. I feel like there's a ton of value here. I feel like somebody's going to listen to this and be like, that's what I need to hear. Let's go. Let's do this. And I'm pumped up. As always, I appreciate your ear and your time. Thanks for listening to my solo show today. And uh, (laughs) I hope you got some laughs out of hearing how interesting everything was. It's okay to make fun of myself. Catch up with you here in a few days with another episode of the podcast. Thanks, my friends. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Intentionally Inspirational. You can keep up with all of our new episodes on CastBox, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We look forward to having you join us again next week for another great episode.